Hello, hello. This is Yolanda Johnson of Can You See Me? Women Leadership in Race. I'm so excited, y'all. I have been recording some major, really important podcasts that I believe you all will enjoy. And today I'm really excited that I have the opportunity to sit down with none other than Misha Mebin, CEO of Infrared Vision. I am so excited. Hey, Misha. Hey, Yolanda. How are you? <laughs> I am well. I am well. Misha, you know, Can You See Me was born a few years ago when, you know, a couple of my girlfriends knew that this is something that I wanted to do. They know that I love media and talk shows and, and, and the news and all of that. And so they just pushed me right on into it and I'm learning every day. But what I decided to do was really elevate women who are leading in everyday life, right? Women like you and I who don't have a large platform. It's great if you do have a large platform, but how can I help contribute and elevate the platform that you do have um, and elevate your mission? Also just, you know, and if you also have uh, males who support you too, I also interview them. So we want to, we want to amplify the voices of women but also for the, the family members or the spouses or you know just the males who support you, the community members. And so Misha, you were selected to be on my podcast because I see you as a beyond measure woman. Thank I see you. you as a woman who are leading in what you do every day. Tell the folks about Infrared Vision. How was it born? How did the name come about? Well, um, Misha, I'm losing your audio. Uh-oh, you went mute on us. If you can hear me, try to unplug your mic. It's, it's probably in a USB port. Hold on a second. Can you're you back. Great. Great. Back. <laughs> That's okay. Great, great, great. Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. And I'm uh, going to leave that right there because, you know, people want to hear the real deal. It's okay. We get technology. We get technology. Well, yes. I'm glad to be here today, Yolanda. It's been uh, a long time for me wanting to be one of your guests and uh today is the day that god has brought us together it's just a beautiful thing just to be on your platform today you're right i don't have a large audience and honestly i'm not concerned about that because infrared vision is all about touching the persons that are when ready okay Things, um, people have a lot of choices out there. I know that uh, coaching and the mentoring business is a booming business, uh, but infrared vision for me was something, if I must be real, something that honestly, I didn't want to do. <laughs> mm. uh, this is a passion project uh, that came out of two instances. Uh, one, when I was 43, I'm now going to be 55 this year. Mm -hmm. One, when I was 43, uh, where on my bio, on my website, I talk about how I was looking into the mirror at myself mm -hmm. one day. And I was very, very unhappy with what was looking back at me. Mm -hmm. um, not that I was unhappy with myself. It's just that life adversity collectively, as we age starts to pile up on us and we and there's some point in your life you know when you are in your 20s and your 30s you're rolling right yeah but and you're not and you're really so oh my goodness you're really so stoked and focused on your goals that if you set them in your 20s or what have you, you're really just fighting to get to those goals at a particular time, at a particular date. And you're, you're focused on having kids, you know, getting married and all those things. But there's something about life where part of it you can control and then those adversity things that you don't see coming 
that you can't control. And at 43, I looked into the mirror one day and all the things that I had wanted, like other people of getting married or having children, I, I tried it and it just Mm -hmm. didn't work out for me. And, you know, to be honest, I was crying. I was, you know, feeling very um, low. I had just experienced a move from Dayton, Ohio to Maryland for the fact of just where I was located. I, I was done with that life and I was looking for a new life. And so God led me on the internet. And next thing I know, I got a promotion, came here, moved and took that promotion with just packing up a convertible, moving, taking a leap by faith and just starting a new life here by myself mm-hmm. and I don't know about you but sometimes when you're doing things by yourself you're like whoo you know I'm a small town country girl from Ohio okay Ohio we see you now I'm moving to the DMV area uh-huh and you're, you're sitting back at some point in the place that you've chosen to live or God has chosen to live, you know, for you to live because you're mm-hmm. coming to a new town and you're going, oh my goodness, right. I'm in this big city. What is little old me going to do? Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So all these things are just in your face. And it, it wasn't until I did self-evaluation into the mirror that I was like, oh, And I tell you what, God just started downloading to me. I didn't know at that particular time what this was all about. Mm -hmm. All I know is through that adversity and a couple of layoffs, I inadvertently start going out and buying a red and black desk for my office. Mm. It's set for a year. I didn't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. I was working on a job that I necessarily didn't like. And next thing you know, um, during my last layoff, I've had two since I've been in Maryland, uh, and that walk with Christ, there was a revelation going on inside of me that in the word it says that he will make your own way prosperous Mm. and he will direct your path, right? Mm -hmm. Make our own way prosperous, but he will direct our path. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm going to say something very bold and I'm not going to be apologetic for it, but I believe that God never intended for us who Mm -hmm. are very creative in our minds Mm -hmm. to work on the plantation for the rest of our lives. Now people are going to be like, what do you mean by the plantation? Is a fixed mindset. Now I'm a mindset coach and mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a fixed mindset, you are staying in the same box thinking that you always have or always Mm -hmm. have evolved in. And it's not your fault. It's just that, you know, like if you've grown up around some of the things that I've grown up around where people are very comfortable, very complacent, you Mm -hmm. don't challenge that particular mindset to think outside the box. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. until I was 43 that I woke up and said, how am I going to grow? How am Mm -hmm. I, how am I going to get outside this comfort zone that I'm in? And that's when some people find that revelation in their 20s. Some people find it in their 30s. I didn't Mm -hmm. find it until I was 43. So I said, how am I going to break out this box? Mm -hmm. And the box comes from self-reflection absolutely Mm -hmm. self-evaluation um in my 20s and 30s I spent a lot of time on the telephone with my girlfriends chit-chat about this chit-chat about that Mm -hmm. and what have you until God just started getting in my face and saying Mm -hmm. quit chit-chatting with those other people because I've got a mission and a plan for you okay so before we go forward Mm -hmm. I want to park at the plantation for a minute because I I believe what I'm hearing that you're saying is that plantation thinking is a mindset. It is not a space. It's not a place. It's a mindset of being stuck, right? Or feeling stuck. It doesn't matter where you are physically located or where you're physically at. Are you saying like in our, and this is an unapologetic space because that is one <laughs> of my favorite words. So are you saying that um, 
in a plantation mindset, it's about being stuck and not seeing more for yourself. Explain that a little bit more. Right. I don't mean uh, that connotation to be offensive or anything, but it is definitely something that needs to be addressed in terms of mindset. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I had done a lot of research prior to forming infrared vision, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're degreed, non-degreed, if you're a CEO, uh, you know, an accountant, um, you know, where, wherever your space is, wherever you're working, wherever, whatever your job is, if you're absolutely not 100% unequivocally happy mm-hmm. what you are doing, then inside of you, infrared vision is all about asking the question, if you hit my website, are you living or just existing i love that was from one of my favorite movies right are you Mm -hmm. living or just existing so Mm -hmm. anything that you are battling with kind of like a battle between uh george foreman and muhammad ali anything you're battling with on the inside Mm -hmm. you know the thing that I, you attended my conference back in uh, October of 2019, and you saw yes. that I came out with a red and black mask on. Yes, I love that. Yes, and and so the reason why I started to put that mask on in the beginning of the conference is because a lot of us are masking so many things in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that mask eventually will become the detriment of your soul. Mm. Let's stop right there. Let's Mm -hmm. breathe on that. Mm -hmm. That mask that we carry uh, to be like somebody else, you know, Mm -hmm. like, for instance, let's say the basic things like, um, for instance, I was just telling somebody the other day, and I'll circle back around who are you outside of a title? Yeah, yeah. The -hmm. reason why I asked that question because, you know, I don't apologize for it, but currently I'm not married. Mm -hmm. Currently I'm not a biological mother. So the things all the friend, my friends and associates have, I don't really have. So I wake up and I deal with me every single day. Mm -hmm. So me has to, I don't, I don't identify with titles. I identify with who Misha really is. Mm-hmm. And you got to like yourself and to you wake do. up with yourself every day before you can even give yourself to a mama, as a mama, as a wife, as a girlfriend, as a friend or anything, you got to like yourself. So talk about that. So you were getting ready to say, like, when you wake up every day, talk about liking Misha every day. Right. So before 43, I can honestly say by trying to follow someone else's expectations Mm -hmm. of me, I didn't really like myself because I'm trying to pretend to be like other people. Mm. And also, I was ashamed of myself in terms of comparing myself to other people Mm -hmm. about what they've accomplished. Like, for instance, I'm dyslexic. I've been dyslexic since I was born. I graduated from high school, but I went to college for 19 hours. And I used to be ashamed of that because a lot of my friends and associates went to college and they, you know, were doing whatever they were doing. Uh, And but if you really dig down to talking to some of the people that I was surrounded by, they were just going to college because their parents expected it or mm-hmm. they, they, they do want to go and find a career, but actually the career that they went to college for, they were not really happy. Mm-hmm. So I circle back around to asking anything that you are doing, you got to start asking yourself, especially over the age of 40, am I really settling into liking what I'm doing? And is this really making me feel like I'm just existing? Mm-hmm. Or am I really living? Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, mm-hmm. I base it off of the word, the theme of infrared vision comes from the verse Proverbs 29, 18. Mm-hmm. We're perishing for the lack of a vision. Absolutely. Remember, remember I mentioned that we mm-hmm. are very, um, 
driven maybe in our 20s or 30s, but something about life adversity, such as uh, stagnation or self-esteem, mm -hmm. uh, divorce, or empty nest syndrome. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that are showing up as my clients right now because mm -hmm. those things that people have a hard time navigating. For instance, you mm -hmm. have children mm -hmm. and they're grown mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you become an empty nester and you're like, what's my next? Yeah, yeah. And it's not a negative thing. It's actually a good thing to be aware of transition because those are our transitions in life. So that's a good thing. So over 40, right? Just to speak about your audience for a second. So folks know that it's over 40, folks who are maybe in a transition, maybe not sure where to go. Um, also maybe not feeling that, um, that they're completely fulfilled in where they are in life. It, when you capture your audience, is that- is Right, that and it's strictly- Right. It's strictly dealing with mindset because mindset is everything. You know, a lot of people want to start starting businesses or uh, starting something new and past the point. Notice how I'm going to paraphrase this mm -hmm. past the point of potential. Not every individual needs it, but potential counseling mm -hmm. and the ability to start something, mm -hmm. whether you're whatever it is, there's a piece in there that people are forgetting that's dealing with that mindset. Mm -hmm. And if you are in a fixed mindset and you don't know how to get over to a growth mindset, mm -hmm. which I have taught myself to do and studied up and read about, you need to figure out how to navigate that it's not necessarily your fault or anything i used to be in all of a fixed mindset i wasn't growing mm -hmm. and growing has really nothing to do authentically with money people always value it or look at it and go zone in yeah. on some type of financial goal mm -hmm. that's a societal myth mm -hmm. no it's a societal yeah. myth the whole mm -hmm. the wholeness comes from understanding your mindset and self-awareness and understanding that once you get that piece together, you're unstoppable. Yes, I like that. You're unstoppable <laughs> past that point to go pursue anything that you possibly want to pursue. You know, mm -hmm. you're able to navigate through your own self-sabotaging beliefs. Mm -hmm. You're able to focus on exactly what it is you want to do. Mm -hmm. And you can also allow the space for others because people think they can do it all by themselves, but you mm -hmm. can allow space for others to feed into you. Yes, absolutely. The right people though, the right mm -hmm. people, not everybody mm -hmm. should be on your front row. Mm -hmm. Let's stop right there. Mm -hmm. Let that sit. Not everybody should be on your front row. Mm -hmm. So let's but pause the there because <laughs> I don't want to like move too quickly over there because I do hear a lot of folks um, talk about like, oh my gosh, how do you have such a great um, tribe as I call it? I have an amazing tribe of people around me in small tribes, big tribes, and they all give me something really good. But I don't take for granted that it comes naturally, right? That it's something that has always come naturally for me, but it doesn't come naturally for everyone. So I'd like for people to really have those practical things that they can do to attract the right tribe, to get into the right spaces and have the right support around them. So what are some of the things that folks can do? Well, you, you have to be, I, I didn't always be this way. I have to be totally honest with you, yeah. but you have to be very, you have to be in a discernment spirit. Mm. Ooh, that's in my upcoming book. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have okay. a discern discerning spirit because I used to think everybody was my friend mm -hmm. or I'm to be connected to everyone. And uh everybody can't go where you are about to go. So you have to discern. And it's not that you don't like whomever. It's just that sometimes when you're trying to go to the next level, not everybody is happy for you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to discern who are the best people for me on my front row. And sometimes it can just be one or two and it's okay. 
it's okay. And, it's and you need to breathe and sit with that. Or sometimes for some, it depends on what level you want to go to. They don't understand. Now, to be honest with you, I haven't quite had a system where a whole lot of people understand where I'm going with infrared vision. Now, if you're working a typical job or mm-hmm. those kinds of things, then people, other people work typical jobs too. But there's something about mm-hmm. when you start discovering how to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and rolling in that direction, you'll find that people are people that are going to a, a day job every single day, mm-hmm. not that you don't, can't be associated with them, but they just don't know what it takes mm-hmm. to be a full-time entrepreneur. So therefore mm-hmm. you either find yourself over explaining it, or you just say, Hey, mm-hmm. I'll meet you at the place where you're at. I still love you. But over here, there's a lot going on that I have to do to make it happen. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Let me let me insert something here. I think it's really important that as we do expand our circles and expand our thinking, not everybody's going to understand. And it's okay. Yep. When you release yourself and release others from the expectation of understanding what you're doing, there's so much peace. And then there's so much room for love and enjoyment of one another. Because what I've realized is that not each person who loves me can give me the same thing. And so I don't expect the same thing from all of my friends. I expect what it is that they can give me, right? So I expect uh, a, a couple of my friends to be those friends that if I call them and I need some like street stuff to happen, we got that. If I got those friends who can come into my home and pray in my home, right? We have that. And so once I realize that each person gives you something different, it's that there's just peace and love in that, right? And and that's it. So we re, once we release our expectations, because a lot of times I think that we miss that a lot of times and we miss the gifts that people can give to our lives because we expect them to give us too much right um and so I I just love that you talk about like over 40 like really thinking about who are those people that are around you because not everyone can be this close to you some people may have to be a little bit distant right yes and the thing of it is it's about over 40 um Infrared wants to address the thing about what God says, that greater are your latter days than your first. Mm -hmm. So if greater are your latter days than your first, and it made me sit and think with that, what is that about God? You know, what it is and what it is, I believe, is wisdom. Like I hang out in the chapters of Proverbs, you know, in the word and wisdom wisdom you know like i look to the the leaders like my angelou and and a few others that you know just really feed the soul with their words and yeah. i think about being a wisdom leader mm. i don't relate to for me i don't relate to other titles i'm thinking i want to constantly evolve and being a wisdom leader where young women can come to and have that sit down conversation about wise decisions. Because every decision isn't wise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if greater are your latter days than your first, then there are some things that we used to do that we need to stop doing mm-hmm. in our older age to be wise. Mm-hmm. And some of those areas are around the way we think, the around the way we talk and walk, the around the, around the way we spend our money, you know, because mm-hmm. we're heading into a future of the, the unknown, which is, you know, your retirement and what that mm-hmm. looks like. And what scares me as we move forward in the financial realm Mm -hmm. is that a lot of people, and you know this about me, you and I have Mm -hmm. conversations about this. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Yes. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. therefore, you know, I just want to see people evolve Mm -hmm. in contentment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. first, because 
I am so tired of hearing, I don't care what color you are, but I'm so tired of hearing people following, uh, what's the term, the Joneses, so to speak. Oh, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just want people to really make wise decisions and mm -hmm. moving forward past 40 and be content in their own decisions and develop mm -hmm. a vision that suits them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is good. Ooh, this is good and such a great transition. You know, um, we, we just talked about, you mentioned finances and, you know, you mentioned some other stuff about being fulfilled and contentment. And I really call that wholeness, right? I, I consider that to be wholeness. And over the past two years, after going through a divorce and I mean, real tough, ugly, ugly moments. And I will say that the, um, the ugly moment of getting divorced was not the ugliest thing. The ugliest thing was facing myself, right? And facing myself and dealing with myself to say, okay, here is a mirror. Because see, we can, it, it's easy for me to forgive other people. I have no problem with that. That's how God, that's how God put me on this planet. That comes easy. The harder part, the difficult and challenging, the hurtful, like the churning part is forgiving yourself and becoming that whole entire thing that you need to be getting back to that wholeness of where God wants us to be. Because, um, you know, taking a look in the mirror, like I was angry. I was so full of anger and I didn't even know how to be angry. Misha, I don't know how to be angry. That's not, I'm not built like that. So that all of that anger in me was like, oh, I can't do this. So what I declared over myself is that I'm getting to wholeness. I'm getting back to that wholeness in um, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, right? So taking care of myself, right? At 50, heart health, working on what's going into my body and how I'm moving my body on a daily basis and also that financial wholeness. So, so for me, for me to just continue to live in, in, the, in the abundance that God has for us, right? But also when I do date again, because I will, um, <laughs> you know, when I do date again, that person is going to have to bring that same level of wholeness. But this time I could recognize it differently because I've done that hard work. What were some of those hard moments that you had to get through in order to birth infrared vision and to be able to help other people see and seek that wholeness for themselves? Well, again, let's go back to the titles. Um, again, you know, the very thing that, you know, past marriage that I ever wanted to be was a mother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I lost my child in my first marriage uh, before I moved to Maryland, that was the most devastating thing to me because I only got to hold her for 12 hours. And Mr. What was her name? Can you tell us her name? Yes, I chose the name Mara, but it wasn't until the nurse tapped me on my shoulder after she had passed 12 hours and taken her out of my arms mm -hmm. uh, that she said, what do you want to name her? And through the tears and through that, that devastating pain, I just looked up to her and I looked up to God and I was like, what do you want me to name her God mm -hmm. before they take her away? And they were like, uh, he just responded, Mara. It was like a whisper. And wow. I looked it up and Mara is a beautiful body of water. And I tell everyone who knows anything about me uh, since that particular moment that don't, don't talk to me about a vacation, about camping or going to the mountains or anything like that. You don't want to go camping up to the mountains. Every, every, every <laughs> vacation since uh -huh. that point that I take, Yolanda, is mm -hmm. in front of a big body of water. I don't care where the beach is located or whatever the case may be but I take vacation strictly by the water and it is in memory of her uh, that has been my biggest transition I would say in my entire life because I too have had relationship challenges but those seem so minute to me compared to 
losing my one and only child as well as losing the ability to have children Mm -hmm. because most of the people that I'm connected to are mothers Mm -hmm. and you know that is the title that I most wanted so out of humility that's what keeps me humble every single day that I wake up and thinking about her what she would have looked like um what we could have done, you know, what kind of woman would she be? Uh, I'm not even going to hold back the fact that at the time her father was Italian and here I'm black. So I often think about what kind of world would she navigate in as growth as what we live in today, Mm -hmm. being a mixed child. I mean, I constantly really think about her and God has shown me images of her while I'm sleeping. She's gorgeous. And yes, yes, I believe that infrared vision was birthed out of just this particular thing to let people know that no matter what didn't work out right for you, that what, no matter what your title is, humanity still has to exist inside of you along with the strong spiritual foundation so you can rise with a smile on your face and some tenacity in your heart to still move past adversity and do what you got to do yes that's it right there that that's that's it in a nutshell that's amazing Mara, we appreciate you because my sister friend is here just doing it and doing it for so many people. You know, Misha, I just see the spirit of Mara just continuing to multiply through all of the people who you are reaching, whether it's through a post on LinkedIn or through Misha T-Talks, T-Talks with Misha, right? Or through Infrared Vision. I I just think that's amazing. So she is living. I love to hear you talk about her. If you ever um, uh, see any of my posts, you'll see a rose Mm -hmm. and the rose signifies Mara. I've never told anyone that, but um, anytime that you see me, uh, comment on something or sign off on something, any, any presence when I drop in through a comment or whatever, when you see that rose, think of Mara, because that, that was my rose. Beautiful. That is so beautiful. What's next, right? So we talk a lot about transition and transition is just something that I believe is a place where people are at a crossroads a lot of times and and we don't always take the time to sit in it. You know, I always say like, maybe maybe I just need to sit in it for a minute. Sit in it, be still, take an assessment of what's going on and all of that. What What's that transition look like for you, Nisha, as you continue to grow and evolve? Well, um, with infrared, uh, my tagline under the logo is redefine, mm-hmm. rebuild. Yeah, store, and I'm proud to say they just got trademarked a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, praise God! So uh, yeah. the redefining and just sitting in that in I call it bucket mm-hmm. of of self discovery for redefining who yeah. Yolanda and Misha. Who are we? Because we're mm-hmm. not the same person as we were in our 20s and our 30s. Absolutely not. Thank you, God. <laughs> I don't you. ever want to be 20 again, ma'am. <laughs> and I am our, not interested. Right. And I was 40s, young and dumb. Let's, right. In no, our 40s. No, 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 no. <laughs> in our 40s and our 50s and we're not going to be the same uh someone mentioned to me not too long ago and I like using that statement is we have more days behind us than we do ahead of us and I would like anyone who's listening to this today just to really say to themselves am I living my life for me Or am I living my life to please someone else? You know, I'll be honest with you, Yolanda, I'm not the woman who desires to have the 20 window house up on the hill. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not the person that uh, desires to drive the Mercedes anymore. I had one, it was a pain in the butt to service. (laughs) 
<laughs> along with draining the bank account, you know, mm-hmm. but when we do those things or make those kinds of decisions, you know, it's okay to have all that. Just make sure you're ready. You see Absolutely, what I'm saying? Because we want to normalize women living in royalty and whatever royalty looks like. Of course. Right? As long as that's your space. Yeah. And if that's your thing, that's your thing. Mm-hmm. But also, I believe that God talks about being content in the state that you're in. You know, yeah. I'm very open and knowledgeable to the fact that I want to make sure that people who are living with whatever that they have Mm -hmm. to be and I think God is showing us through COVID Mm, let's be real that what is what is truly important and how many clothes have we not even touched have not put on in the past year or so some of us like you know when you're not like out often you're why, why do I have all of this stuff why do I even need it you know exactly Exactly. So some, and I found some of the mindsets that I've talked to through COVID, you Mm know, are really starting to take a self-evaluation, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. and going, wow. And so it's good to have abundance in the way that whatever God is giving you, that's great. But Mm -hmm. I'm also finding that if you have a roof over your head Mm -hmm. and food in your refrigerator and you get the flip through at least five or six outfits and a pair of shoes, you are more abundant than others. Mm -hmm. If you don't appreciate what you have, talk to the man or the woman who is trying to get into the place where you live right now, or even touch the abundance of shoes and clothes that you have, or even the morsel of food that is in your refrigerator. Talk to the man or the woman who doesn't even have the basics that you have. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So humility and humanity is what I believe that is going on through COVID right now, is Mm. to basically have that vision of having that contentment of where you're at. Because God says, if you're not content in the state that you're in, how can he advance you to where he would want you to go? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just enjoying, you know, freedom. For me, it's freedom and peace. I am a wealthy woman. And I say that often. I am a very wealthy woman because I wake up in peace every day. I got peace in my home. These plants don't grow like this because of chaos in my (laughs) home. It's peace in this home. And um, because I didn't have that at once, I I put, that's where my dollar sign lies. In that and how my body, you know, how I'm taking care of my body and my spirituality. So I have learned to write every day in my gratitude journal. I am a wealthy woman. I am a very wealthy woman because let me tell you something, and you know, we share this. Ain't no price tag on peace. No, no no price tag on peace and freedom. And you, and you are wealthy. If you have Mm -hmm. peace, God says, seek peace. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was like, why do you tell people to seek it? Because it's not automatically given and it's not automatically in your, in your common mindset to want to have that because either either you're going to be so focused on what the world has the offer or what the world tells you or defines you as Mm -hmm. or you're going to be focused on what is truly making you happy now what is really concerning me as we age Mm -hmm. is also let's get into this what what we are heading towards because right now I've done some research and I'm not a financial expert, but however, I do know the facts that a lot of people are retiring mm-hmm. poor. Mm. And that concerns me because yeah. you figure all the money that's being made, uh, all the things that we're acquiring, you know, why in the world are we heading towards retirement? Mm-hmm. in a poor state yeah. and that doesn't make sense to me and the thing that I just really and you know that you and I talk about this all the time mm-hmm. that we should focus on mm-hmm. is the gift to give to yourself is to get out of bad debt mm-hmm. absolutely bad debt and I tell you isn't that such a great conversation 
Yes. We got a little bit of time. So talk to the people because you have a great concept there. Infrared vision has to do with so many things. And one of the pieces is that financial structure. So talk to the people about the bad debt and like how you paid down, because if you want to talk about that, go ahead and talk about the, the difference, because I love to hear you talk about that. Well, that's the part that I'm very passionate about outside of talking about fixed and growth mindset is because if you're going to age and age gracefully, if the greater are your latter days than your first, then your vision should be in the fact of surrounding about because everything we do to survive Mm -hmm. uh, does evolve money. Like we'll get off of here today and you'll leave the house and you'll go leave out and maybe go to the grocery, pick up something to eat. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing, not a day that doesn't go by right. without evolving money. Right. So um, a decade ago, you know, uh, when I got laid off and stuff hit the fan, you know, the house was in foreclosure, uh, the money wasn't there and the debt was high, you know, mm-hmm. to a tune of 50, 60 grand, uh, mm-hmm. you know, including car loans. I'm co- mm-hmm. including the car loans. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, if you take her out the car loan, there was a massive amount of credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit with that too and go, yeah. what is this about? You know, because it's more than a, about the debt. Yes, that's where that mindset. Comes, that's where the mindset right? rolls in. Mm-hmm. It's it's in that debt. If you look at it and you sit and you go, every time I pulled out that credit card, what did I spend it on? Mm-hmm. Is it still with me today? And most times yeah. the answer is no. Yeah. And how did I feel? What was I feeling? Right? Because that's something that you know I didn't think about when I was younger. Like, oh, why why am I? What is the feeling? that I get from this, you know, what what does that mean? Because when we start to really be aware of the feelings in our spending and whatever it is, then for me, like I'm really being aware of not just like in my spending, but also in my eating and all of that, like taking that time and saying, okay, how was I feeling? When I had to buy that cupcake, what what was I feeling? You know, (laughs) Come on now, you gotta you gotta have a cupcake every now and then. I ain't having it every now and again. Tisha Mabane Mabin. My issue is is having that cupcake and a piece of bread because when I have any carb, my body wants more carbs and more carbs and more carbs. So I have now been paying attention to that feeling of awareness in eating, spending, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. But. I think that when we stop and say, oh, that's when we can really conquer something, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure that has a lot to do with our mindset too. Right, it does. So when you and I started talking about debt, we started talking about debt like five years ago, right? Wow, yeah. And we locked in on that particular aspect of it because, you know, there used to be shame with my debt. Mm-hmm, and there's the shame that you feel with that debt and it's a silent shame because you're not going around flashing to your friends and family going hey I got no. $40,000 worth of credit card debt no because can't nobody pay it anyway so I can't <laughs> deal with it so yeah. yeah so my thing is is I started asking myself how come I had to hit rock bottom you know, losing a job, house all in foreclosure, and then looking at this debt, which is not going to go away. And I sat with a retirement agent back then. And um, I said to him, I want to save more for retirement. Well, he was authentic with me. And he said, you know, you know, Miss Mevin, you can, you can save for retirement. But however, it's hard to save for retirement and be in all this debt. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about somebody else. I'm not a financial advisor, but I felt like the easiest for thing for me to do because I keep things simple, KISS method. Mm-hmm. If it's over three or four steps, I'm not going to do it. So I looked mm-hmm. at myself and I said, you're going to get rid of your own debt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I started focusing on that, but then the number was so huge for me to deal with mentally mm-hmm. that I just converted it over in my mind to a percentage. And I talked yeah. to you about that. Yeah, I love that. 
So where back five years ago, um, I was 100% in debt, I could honestly say that my percentage, I converted it now to where I can say to this day, when we're talking today, mm-hmm. that I am 94% out of bad debt. Out of bad debt. Yes, I love that. Congrats. Yes, yes, thank Congrats. you. And I think Woo-hoo. that everyone who is in their 40s heading to their 50s, or if you're in your 50s, you kind of need to take a look at that very closely, because Mm -hmm. you're going to live a set lifestyle, no matter Mm -hmm. what, for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine or visualize that infrared vision? If you take your whatever your lifestyle is, knock out that debt, and whatever that income is, Mm-hmm. And anyone can do this at any income level. Right. right. Be okay. Any income level and any debt level too. Right, yeah. right, right. So if you knock out the debt, the way that I see the the infrared vision working for your future, working for mm-hmm. your good, is once you have tackled that, then you can allow yourself to settle into whatever you're making and and take it and direct it to where it needs to go for your good yeah redirect it yeah I love that for your future you see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and also there's something about things that when you release it from Mm -hmm. your life like debt which is demonic it's it's really demonic to be honest with you I'll put that term out there it's really demonic debt is demonic in a way that is something that's heavy and it sits on your mindset on a constant basis anything negative like that like you say I'm Mm -hmm. watching what I eat or Mm -hmm. that extra weight on your body has been Mm -hmm. trying to watch what you eat to trim down debt on your mindset is also Mm -hmm. weighing Mm -hmm. in a very negative way so when you wipe Mm -hmm. it out you're clear to be free Mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. like for instance I'll just go ahead and put it out there I'm financing my own business mm-hmm. yeah. Misha I lost your um your audio again yeah it's just doing some I love that I love the debt and as Misha gets her audio back together I love the shifting of your mindset towards debt, because that doesn't mean that you may not have any debt, but how your mindset looks at it makes a difference of whether you feel stuck in it, it takes over. That's That helps me get through my student loans. And when I look at those student loans, yes. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really have much else outside of this, but this little mountain right here, I'm not scared of you, but we, yeah. we don't have to do something about that. Yes. So again, it's all about, you know, I'm not judging. That's not my place. The infrared vision is about just being real, you know, Mm -hmm. taking the mask off and really dealing with what is up that is making, keeping me up at night. What is Mm -hmm. making me feel so heavy or unsatisfied or unsettled? And if greater are your latter days than your first, then again, these are the things that you're going to have to come to at a crossroads and say, in order for me to be free and creative, like I really want to be and not have a facade or a mask on, Mm -hmm. then there are certain things that are okay that we've made mistakes. I've made all these mistakes. All the ones that I'm talking about today, Mm -hmm. I've made them all. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) But then I'm also correcting them all. And if self-correction, self-evaluation brings you to a place of freedom, Mm -hmm. that's what God uh, downloaded to me about in 2017 after my cancer scare was. I was Mm -hmm. sitting at my desk and I was like, Lord, thank you for my life. You know, I didn't have to go through the necessary treatments like others, you know, to Mm -hmm. deal with that. And when he said, what you're going to do for me, I was just taken aback, like, Uh Uh yeah, what it is, is that basically stretching you outside of your comfort zone and really caring about other people. Are they living freely in their mindset like you are, or Mm -hmm. you're developing? I'm still a work in progress. Absolutely. I always say, as long as we're living. Right. We better be learning. Right. Be right. Learning. I'm not perfected, but I'm mm-hmm. in still 
work in process, but do I get up and feel freer every single day? Do I get up and feel happy every Mm -hmm. day? Yes, I do. Because, oh, it's just, it's just a great thing to keep moving forward. And I want the people to hear this. Don't judge your happiness and your life based on your bank account, please. Mm separate yeah. yourself from whether or not you have $5 in the bank mm-hmm. or $250,000 in the bank, because the happiness that you truly, that God wants you to have is not predicated on the amount of money or the possessions right. that you have. That's joy. That's joy. Yes. See, we ain't go- I don't wake up every morning feeling happy, but I do wake up every morning feeling grat- gratitude and joy. Right. And that's joy, like that inner joy that nothing can take away from. So over 40, right? So 40 plusers, I like that you say that. 40 plusers, and you make 40 plusers look so glamorous, <laughs> the entire concept, right? So 40 plusers, um, thinking about Wait, stop right there. I wanna I wanna I wanna say that. Yeah. Be glamorous. You should, you should absolutely. No, no, look. We, there are so many of us right now who are dispelling the myth of what over 40 should look like and mm-hmm. be like or what have yeah. you. But I will say this to you. Not everybody feels that. Yeah. Not everybody is that way, you know. So that's what God was talking to me about was mm-hmm. everyone, the 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 woman or the man who doesn't quite feel the place of that wholeness or that place of being aging, you know, aging and feeling mm-hmm. worthy of something. Those are the people that I'm trying to get to, but are this we is, doing it? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Are we doing that? Are some of us really realizing that self-actualization can mm-hmm. go higher and higher after the age of 40 and 50 and 60 plus? Yes, but not everyone is in that place. And those are the people that I'm after. This is so good. And and so you have no idea that my next podcast taping at two o'clock is with three beautiful women from, of the DMV who are a part of an anthology called the um, Sexy 60s. And they are sexy, fabulous entrepreneurs, all of okay, the amazing women. So oh, this is perfect. I'll make sure you get that recording as soon as it done, it's done. But Misha, we, I mean, this was just such a rich conversation. You will be back, ma'am. You will be back. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I want you, before you end with leaving people of how to reach you, because people are going to want to know, how do I connect to Misha? How do I, I learn more about what she does and see if it's for me? Give folks, I, I love to give folks practical tools things that they can do to think about or expand their own infrared vision? What are, what are two, maybe two quick concepts? Well, you can actually, uh, whatever the area that you're, that you're struggling in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, journaling is a great practice and just sitting down and just, you know, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be complicated. Right. Just sitting down with self in some quiet time because, you know, we dictate our lives as being so busy, but a lot of us don't take the time to really sit down and write down what is my next? What is it that I desire? It doesn't have to be, you know, the old age of a vision board or anything mm-hmm. like that. Although vision boards are good, good uh, right? but sit down and journal or find mm-hmm. a place, you know, f- you know, paint the, the wall black and get the chalk, you know, the, the chalkboard uh, paint or something and get the chalkboard out and start writing down. But you have, like God says, you have to write it down and make it plain. Make it plain. It doesn't have journaling, write it down, make it plain. Okay. Love that. And also um, start to look at something, uh, some of the goals that are attainable now. Mm, Attainable goals. Attainable goals that you can do now. It doesn't have to be a big or grandiose, but just small steps. You know, if you're unhappy in your finances, Well, then start to look at that and say, Mm -hmm. what do I need to stop doing today Mm -hmm. in order to improve my future? You know, a matter of $10, 
you know, where you might go get those coffees every week, yeah. you know, can be put set aside in the retirement account mm -hmm. prove the future or whatever you want yeah. to do. That's so good. Journaling, writing it down, making it plain. And two, starting with attainable goals, small attainable goals. That That's so huge. And I wish we had a, a little bit more time to talk about that because those are the things that make you feel like you're accomplishing something, right? Mm -hmm. And so whether it's a big old mountain of student loans or whether it's I want a new job or whether it's I want to walk out into entrepreneurship, do one little thing, one little thing to help get to that goal because then like I, every time I do one little thing, it makes me feel this freedom to get to that next step and get to that next step. So I love that. And lastly, I just want to say that it's important to have accountability. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. A lot of people, you know, we, we have good intentions in talking about it, mm -hmm. but unless you move to action and accountability, Mm -hmm. or implementation and accountability implementation that's and where accountability. the true execution can come into it's okay to talk it, it yeah. really is I like that but mm -hmm. I also like to see people evolve into the action piece and mm -hmm. then the accountability piece because a lot of people yeah. struggle in some of those areas yeah it has to be done in order to get to the end game yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, you know, I often hear feedback from folks um, that I work with or, you know, just are connected to about the coaching environment. And often in that coaching environment, that coaching goes on and on and on. And I'm like, are you sure that that's where you need to be at? Because at some point, something else needs to be happening. And so I'm happy to hear that in your space, you make it a point to lead people to action and implementation. Well, that makes the difference. The difference between me and somebody else is mm -hmm. I am not going to, you know, hear me when I say this, I'm mm -hmm. not going to force you to do anything. Mm -hmm. Infrared vision is a safe place to be, but the earnest is on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What we do with infrared vision is we listen to really listen to what you're saying, mm -hmm. what you are saying, what it is you want, and the earnest is on you more oh, so yeah. than someone, you know, being an expert and saying you should, you should, you should. We're not doing that here. Yeah. What we're doing is giving you a safe place to be. And what you express mm -hmm. and that mindset and shifting that to make sure you can move to the end game. That's the difference. Yeah. Mindset, mindset shift, fixed mindset. versus growth versus growth mindset. I love that. So folks, listen up. You could journal. If you're not already doing that, just continue to journal, write your vision down, make it plain. Two is look for those small attainable goals that will continue to help you expand your infrared vision. And then three, take action and have accountability. That is where that tribe really comes into play. Your circle really comes into play. Because once you put it out there, folks who love you, will not let you forget it and they will not let you forgive what get forget what's inside of you. And so I really do, I'm really excited that I get to talk to Misha Berry, Misha Babin of Infrared Vision. How do folks contact you? Yes. Yeah, so we're in the business of helping you redefine, rebuild, and restore. You can reach out to www.infraredvision.org. And also the number to reach us is at 240-758-1059. I have so enjoyed this today, Yolanda. I appreciate the time with you and the time with the people. Again, you know, I don't ever want to put myself out there as perfected because I'm not. But yeah. infrared vision, I'll leave you with this. Mm -hmm. Infrared vision, the concept of infrared light is the mm -hmm. ability to see in the dark. Mm, love that. See, see what you can see in the dark. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. No other light is out there, other anything else that you can take and point it to and see in the dark. So I want to challenge the people, leave this word with you today, is what is, ask mm -hmm. yourself, what is my infrared vision? What is my infrared vision? www.infraredvision.com. Also follow Misha.org. And also follow Misha Mebin on LinkedIn at Misha Mebin. Um, thank you so much, Misha, for sharing with me and my listeners today. We appreciate you. Um, Y'all reach out to, to Misha. This is so great. We are getting ready to just hit through this season of Can You See Me? Women Leadership in Race 2021. Misha Mebin. Thank you so much, Misha. Talk soon. Thank you.